Hey mama, welcome to the Positive on Purpose podcast, where we help stress out moms, resist the guilt, and reframe with grace. Where we teach you how to dial down the negative and turn up the positive so that you can show up as the mentally fit mama you were meant to be. We are your hosts, twins, moms, movement makers, and coffee dates for life. I'm Jamie Shefke. And I'm Jules Philippi. Get ready to put your positive pants on and let's dive in. Hey friend, welcome back or welcome for the first time. Thank you so much for being here. If you are new to the podcast, we uh, encourage you to subscribe. That way you never miss a new episode. We release them every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, bright and early. Yep. Um, and you can, you know, start from the beginning and binge. We try to keep them short and sweet for it's you. It's a healthy kind of binge. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Correct. Um, and if, or if you find just titles that speak to you by all means. Use it the way that serves you. We try to keep them short and sweet episodes. We know you're busy. You got a lot on your plate and you are made for more. So that is our intention, keeping things short so you can double up on episodes or just get it in quick while you're driving at the grocery store. You name it. Yep. And again, <laughs> if you've been here for a while, thank you so much for coming back. To everyone, if you haven't yet, we appreciate if you leave us a review to get our message out there to those who need it most. Yeah, still newish over here. Yes, so yes, we those are. help us greatly. So today we're going to dive right into our topic and it's December, <laughs> December 1st. And I think with that, with only having 31 days, so to speak, left in 2021, it's a really fitting time for us to talk strategy. Yes. Typically around this time, we talk, you know, vision boards and goals. what's some goals yes. and things. And so we're excited to bring this this strategy to you. It, it might catch you <laughs> by might, surprise. Because um, it's going to be a squirrel strategy. Yes. She said squirrel. <laughs> and maybe when you think that you're like strategy, like doesn't squirrel like my like squirrel. That's exactly <laughs> what I think of. Like distraction, distraction mode. Like um, you're in a meeting with your boss and he's like squirrel moment. I have a quick thing. Yep. Totally, it was my boss. Um, we're gonna flip it. We're gonna bit. flip that. We're gonna make a little you, bit. Yes, we're gonna make you think a little bit differently I, I about the squirrel. Tell a little story. This is fun. That so, if you're new here, also, I have a three-year-old son, Finn. Um, we've been really enjoying the short clips or short like episode movies on Disney Plus. Um, one of them being a like branch or like a sister to the movie Up with the grandpa. He always calls it the grandpa movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the dog in that movie is. Called called Doug. And it's called Doug Days. And there's this episode that it leads up with. And they thought this was just so fitting because we've been watching it on repeat, of course. If you're also a toddler mom like Jamie and I, like, you know, it, it's on repeat. It gets, you know, requested yeah. often, yep. especially if they really enjoy it. Yep. So this one in particular is a pretty, um, if you have a dog, you'll you'll get this right away too, is um, pretty animated, but pretty on point and accurate to how squirrels work. (laughs) And the dog, the well, the owner, the grandpa is setting up this bird feeder and he's pretty excited about the dog is like freaking out. He thinks it's the greatest thing. They're going to have bird seed for the birds, all the things. He's a very friendly dog. But what he doesn't think (laughs) is going to happen, well, the grandpa doesn't think, is that the squirrel is going to 
get the seed because and let me tell you i can speak from experience <laughs> that i have seen this happen in real life oh like 100% the squirrels oh, oh my god I mean, yes. and the owner or the grandpa in this case is like i'm good i got the barriers this is in a house i got my guard dog watching it cuz he takes a nap um but the squirrel is relentless you guys so if you're watching this in real life or this episode the squirrel is coming at one angle and going up and around, getting inside the box, and he eats it, takes it back to the tree. Is that enough? No. He goes another way. And then all of a sudden, all the seed is out. The dog is going back to get more bird seed, and the squirrel is following behind him, gets up in the bag, and takes even more bird seed. When, to the point there's nothing even left over for the bird, the dog is frustrated and like what what the if heck that just is happened? in strategy on the squirrel part <laughs> I don't know what it is so this is like just funny because it's true and my son was loving it and he requests the squirrel episode all the time well I also just started a new book called the joy of missing out by Tanya Dalton highly recommend I'm not even finished with it but I'm loving it and Tanya is bringing this squirrel strategy into play because she's talking about focus and getting after our problems, going after and attacking like our goals. And, you know, we naturally build up a lot of excuses. We have that scarcity mindset that we default to. Yeah. We think of our past failures. Um, And she brought in the squirrel strategy to this book because there's actually a blind activist named Eric. Uh, We'll We'll try not to butcher this. Ryan and Himayer. Yeah, it's a tough we, one. Yeah, it is a tough Sorry, one. Sorry, Eric. Um, but he's the first blind person to reach the summit of Mount Everest. Now, when you think about that, you're thinking, okay, blind man has a lot of obstacles to getting up yes. a mountain, right? Mm-hmm. And you might be like, you know what? I, I could try, but I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, but no, he doesn't stop there. I'm sure he looked into getting a guide to help him. He did a lot of training for it. He worked on his mindset. Mm -hmm. I mean, all these things. And that is attacking it from all angles, like a squirrel. Sorry to interrupt you. Yes, it's pretty much like that. uh, What can I do here? Like, what can I control in this situation? I love that example of um, Eric that she gave because that, like, like his... One of his taglines is no boundaries. And really, that's what the squirrel thinks, too. Like, it's like, I don't have a boundary. I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to think outside the box, quite mm-hmm. literally. I'm going to go this way, that way. A dog's not going to stop me. A human's not going to stop me. Like, I'm going to keep going and keep trying. So our encouragement is for you to attack to attack your goals that way. Yes. And be the squirrel. Okay. We're going to give you a couple examples that we think is very fitting for this community that has been for Jamie and I too, as busy moms that work full time, that have daycare Passion pickup and drop off and all the and, things that yes. we want to do. Um, so we think this will really resonate with you. Um, so embrace the squirrel <laughs> as we go through this. And stick with us. Right. <laughs> I know. So first of all, like, let's talk health, right? It's almost the end of the year. So many people often think like, oh, it's such a busy time. I'm super stressed. Things are really busy at work. I just, I don't think I should start right now. I'll just wait till January, January 1st, 1st yeah. right? Or like, 
I'm just so busy. I've tried this before and I just always quit and I restart and it never seems to work. The chronic starter. Yes, Yes, the chronic Mm -hmm. starter. And Tanya uses this example, which we thought we'd share in the book of a mom that like loves yoga. And she's telling Tanya how much she enjoys yoga. So Tanya's thinking, oh, that's great. Like, where do you go to class? How often do you go? And she goes to say like, oh, I haven't gone in like three years. (laughs) And she's like, I'm sorry, what? Like, did you see the way your face lit up? Like, you seem so passionate about it. It seems like something you really love. Who doesn't have those people? Okay. Who doesn't relate to that though, right? I mean, especially whether you're a new mom, whether you're similar to where I'm at in the season of like, okay, I'm going to have two kids to navigate. Yeah. Maybe you're a CEO of a company or your own business and, you know, you have big goals and you're like, oh, I just don't have time to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And what I love is so Tanya helps break this down for her and she's like, okay, can you tell me why you haven't been going to yoga? And she's like, oh yeah, well, you know, I have to get the kids' lunches packed. I got to get them ready for school. And I have to physically get them there and drive them there. Like I'm the little, the I'm literally the chauffeur, right? Mm-hmm. And so Tanya's like, all right, let's rethink this, right? Let's attack this from some different angles and maybe ask ourselves some different questions. So she really helps her think through this. Like, okay, let's start with the lunches. Like the lunches is the first barrier, we'll call it. Okay, mm-hmm. well, We'll call her Susie. (laughs) Well, Susie, could you pack the lunches the night before? Um, Could you have a special shelf in the refrigerator that says these are the healthy options? Could you empower your kids to make their own lunch? You know? Mm -hmm. Yep. Or, you know, for her, I need to drop them off. Well, could you ask someone, like, could you ask your spouse to take them on a certain day? So I remember I can actually relate a personal example to this. When I was going to in-person yoga classes, I would always go on a Wednesday. So at the time... I that was a sh- I worked to the later shift, so I wouldn't start until like nine thirty. Like my work shift wouldn't start that time until that time, and either I can't remember specifically if I had taken Reese to daycare mm-hmm. or if Cody did, but I knew that that was my day where I could drop her off or he could drop her off for me, and then that would be my morning to go to yoga yep. before work. I love so like that. I had <clears throat> planned a specific day too. So hey, Susie, like. Okay, maybe don't go all in of like, you got to go every day of the week or whatever. But could you start with one day? Like, again, your face lit up. This would bring you joy. This would help your health. Yeah, this would help you be a more patient, positive mom. Not to say she wasn't, but (laughs) oftentimes when we (laughs) don't move our bodies and take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So the other piece, she, she says, okay, I have to get the kids ready. Okay, well, could you pack their clothes the night before, like set the clothes out the mm-hmm. night before? Or could you say that like, um, you know, work with your spouse or partner, or maybe it's a grandma or caretaker, like, could you help the kids in the morning? So for instance, in our house, Mike and I, my husband and I agreed that he would be in charge of pickups because I know that I could get up earlier and I could get my workout in and morning routine in because I work out from home. That works best for me in this season uh, with no commute to the gym. I just go downstairs, do my thing. He can do our drop off in the morning and then I will always pick up. And it's really worked for us because Mike has more flexibility. He can do his workout in the afternoon, what have you. Um, so I think that's a really good example. And then the actual physical part of driving 
to the school, Tanya's asking Susie, like, okay, well, you know, could again, could you have a partner take them? Um, or Susie comes to say, oh, well, actually, one of my kids are big enough and they could drive the, the littles. Like, oh, okay. So that's not even a problem. You just felt like you were needed. Yes. <laughs> you yes, know? Totally. Like, and I, oh, they're going to miss me. I always love the, you know, the questions. Like, asking, okay, well, if that doesn't work, like, what could you do? Like, Susie can literally find a solution just by somebody talking her through that. Like, exactly. Yes, because sometimes we can. We can be very narrow-minded. Mm-hmm. Our brains are going to go to the, the negative or the, you know, just to say that, like, this isn't the right time. Yes. Okay, well, there's never going to be a right time. Nope. News nope. splash. And that's why <laughs> squirrel strategy. Squirrel Look at strategy. all the different angles. So that's, I think Take another example. So uh, what about like a passion project? Yeah. So like for us, like podcasting, you know, again, we've talked about this before, but like, I don't know what I'm doing or like, do I have the right equipment? Okay. Well, exactly. Or like, I'm not a podcast engineer. So like, how am I going to learn how to upload my, my audio and all this stuff? Well, It's 2021. Could you find an online course, which is exactly what Jamie and I did? Yep. Um, could you watch some videos on YouTube? Could you ask a friend that has a podcast? We actually do have a couple of friends that have podcasts and we've asked them, you know, like, hey, can you tell me what mic you use? Like, mm-hmm. hey, how did you do this? Did you do interviews? Did you do solo? And when you did interviews, what platform did you use? You know, and yeah. so I use be resourceful, not a lack of resources, lack of resourcefulness a yes. lot of times. And like, you know, I think we've talked about this too. Like you're like, again, coming back to the time thing, like I don't have time or like, how are we going to stay consistent? Well, <laughs> we mainly do them on weekends. We ask our mother for help. We ask our husbands. husbands. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's a late night on a weeknight. And sometimes it's a weekend afternoon. Yep. And with that, not knowing, you know, maybe it's the time that you don't have to edit your audio or hire an audio engineer like yes (laughs) yes yes can you outsource exactly yeah Mm -hmm. so just looking at that from all different angles to say like this is possible I can do this I just have to think outside the box Mm -hmm. I have to go at a different angle um the other one we thought would be appropriate to share like another example of the you know those didn't resonate quite with you is maybe you want to jot like advance in your job or your career or hello it's the great resignation <laughs> like everyone is changing jobs um there's a you know big reshuffle right now where people are rethinking uh, where they want to go in their career and you know you might think like well like i'm comfortable here like this is all i know i mean hello i just yep. navigated that mm-hmm. for a while too where It's like, well, I don't know what else I'm qualified for. Like, I've been doing this for the last 10 years, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, an approach to that would be, could you get a mentor? Yeah. Do you have somebody in your corner who's helping you see outside of that scarcity mindset? Yeah. Could you find somebody in that role or maybe industry that has done it or that is in it that could even give you a referral? Could you do a job shadow with them? Maybe an internship. An internship. Yeah, exactly. There are paid ones. Yeah. A lot of them are free too, but... Yeah. Maybe it's going back to school. It might be, you know, maybe it's a side hustle. Maybe even it's just to get your experience as like a side hustle and say like, is this really for me? Can I do this while I'm doing my other job? Um, again, don't limit yourself. Don't put those boundaries up. Like so often we do think about it like a squirrel. Like, 
Where can I attack this? What angle could I take? What haven't I thought of yet? Yeah, yes. And like, what have others done before me? <laughs> like, Ooh, is yes. there somebody that is doing it um, now that maybe is a little farther ahead of me? Ask them. And like, again, reach out. You pick a strategy or one of these strategies and it doesn't work out. It's totally okay. Yeah, totally okay. You're going to learn from it. It's not a failure. And I even forgot to mention, too, with um, Tanya's example in the book was with Susie. Like, she's like, okay, Susie, like, let's just go to one yoga class for like the next five weeks. Okay. Mm -hmm. After you've tested it out, maybe a little tweaks. Let's go to yoga class twice a week for another five weeks. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is working great. Go three times and think dang like and especially if you have a family like that actually might be a really great approach where you know not only are you kind of reassessing or reevaluating like is this working for me like okay is this working for us as a family and like engage or bring your family in in that discussion because then they'll feel like you know you're still taking care of their needs but your needs are also being met at the same time 100 percent. so that book again from tanya dalton or dalton is on the joy of missing out um, you can, I'm listening to it on Audible right now. We'll link it in the show notes yeah. under our resources. And then we want to share a quote from our blind activist, Eric, yeah. <laughs> um, because this is really how he has lived his life um, and it approaches his no barriers, like no barriers approach. What's within you is stronger than what's in your way. Get out of your own way. Talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Mama, we know your time is valuable, so we appreciate that you spent it with us. If this episode resonated with you, go share it with a friend, or we invite you to post it to social media and tag us so we can express our gratitude. And together, let's live more positive on purpose.